Welcome to a brand new episode today. I am your host, Davion, and I'm joined by my boy, Matt. What up? My boy, Aranda. What's poppin'? And making his debut, finally. Not debut, but return to the postgame is our boy, Freddie. Welcome back, Freddie. What's good? What's good? Thanks for having me. How, how are we doing, y'all? Good. good. Can't complain. Having fun. Pretty nice day outside. Yeah. What's week week two now of no football? How how we holding up, man? Um, I'm holding up pretty good. You know, combine. I I I love this time when it comes to the combine and the draft and stuff. So we got two and a half weeks until um free agency opens up because I think it's the the seventeenth or the sixteenth that that opens up, and I'm very excited for that. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, man, I'm doing pretty good, man. We're trying to, today. We're going to talk about some. Some combine stuff. Uh, we're gonna talk about some uh, trending topics going around too. Um, but yeah, man, let's let's. <laughs> Here's some news personally for myself. Uh, Saints have now cleared up uh, 34 million dollars uh, in cash space this past week, um, meaning we only have roughly 42 more million to uh, clear up, which isn't bad, man. Uh, it's a start at you know, you know, a new beginning to say the least. Um, we moved around uh, Michael Thomas' contract, uh, Ryan Ramchuk's contract, and Andreas Pete's contract. And I think that just shows that, you know, we are actually, and he's committed to us. Uh, Michael Thomas is actually wanted to stay, you know, a saint. So that, that's a plus in my books. That's good. Yeah, nobody cares about. No one cares about that. Perfect. Solid move. Solid move. in the in the can. So we need to be full of positivity. You know, that's a big one in my life. Let's be still no, still no. Speaking TV. of the Saints. Uh-oh. Speaking of the Saints, though, did you hear what the Dolphins were trying to do before Brian Brian Laura sued them? I did. They were looking uh, at getting John Payton next year and um. And Tom Brady as their quarterback as well, right? Yep. Which is like completely unbelievable. Um, like it's crazy. Do we do we think Brady would have won again? Mm, uh, I, th- I, I think he he could have. He would have dra- he would have brought all the attention to bring free agents there. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. What he would have. Oh, it'd be not bad. I think the big question is, could he have done it there, too? Could he have gone and won a Super Bowl there as well? I don't, could. I don't, I don't see why he would. Well, because also the team is just way – not way worse, but it's just worse than Tampa Bay. Like, their O-line isn't that good. I mean, but re- I mean, remember the, the year that Tom Brady came? They had a lot of money. They had – uh, some draft capita. I mean, the Dolphins have a lot of money right now They that they can just go out and get what Tom Brady needs to. Well, this is just if it happened. Like, they could have just went out and got what Tom Brady needs. They could have got – because uh, what picks do they have? Let me – what's the Dolphins? But they have the Niners pick this year, so it's like 27th or do something. they have two uh, first rounds or just, uh, just that Niners pick? Just the Niners pick, uh, I think. I mean, that's – I mean, they could have went out and, and, and really dabbled into a free agency because they have, what, uh, around a uh, 60, 40-something million? Some, yeah, I think so. 63 and a half. Yeah, 63. I mean, that's that's big in the free agent market. Seat, market. Uh, especially right. 
like veterans who want to play with Tom Brady and win a ring, they were going to take that veterans minimum to, you know, help that team. But I don't know, man. That's I saw that came over my phone, what, today, actually. And I looked, and it was it was just bizarre for me to think that that was, that was a possibility was going to happen. But, um, yeah, man, y'all have – that's my trend of topics for as of now. Uh, y'all have anything to talk about? I've got a couple. So we'll, we'll start with they announced the overseas games yeah. or at least some of the teams. Now, why did they think to send the Bucks to Germany as the home team? They don't even have a German player on their team. Hmm. Patriots have two or three, and there's one in um, San Francisco. They, they chose the worst teams. Outside of sending the Jags right to London, because that is London's team. Yeah. The Saints yeah, are the in this year. I think the Saints Saints London, Packers London, Jags London, Cardinals Arizona, I mean, Cardinals in Mexico and Bucks in Germany. And then the Hall of Fame announced teams. was announced today too. Hall of Fame game is Raiders Jags, I think. Mm-hmm. What an interesting move there. <laughs> I mean, you know, the Hall of Fame games are never, like, good teams, like, a good game. Yeah, they just put random people in it. Literally, honestly. it's never been consistent, like, interest, like a, an interesting game, like a Browns or Steelers game, or, like, something to look forward to. Like, the, who, who one wants to watch this? But I, but I get it, though, because it's just like, why – Put all the like because they're not going to obviously the starters and stuff they're not going to really like yeah. playing like that because it's just like if they get hurt in that game that's a problem so I, I mean I get it it's just random teams you know just get us a little taste of football before it actually comes back isn't like a whole nother like week before like after the Hall of Fame game that we have to wait till football I yeah. think so yeah. it's the first game of preseason it's the first uh, preseason game yeah um oh, man. I think it's funny to look at look now that we're already talking about the preseason and it's only uh, the first week of March. Eesh, we have a long way to go, but combine. I just feel like the comp like when it's the combine, the draft and stuff. It it, it helps you. It helps you to um you know look forward to football more because you're still talking about football and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when we, is the draft? Is it April? April uh twenty. Oh, I got it on my in my calendar. April twenty. Sorry, April twenty fifth. Okay. Or it's the it's the week of April twenty fifth. It's late this year, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit late. I think like a week or two late. But yeah. so it's usually like the the thirteenth week or something, right? It's usually like the beginning of April. I thought. Yeah. It's but, yeah, being pushed so late though. Um, Another thing, I had um, some some new contract stuff. So that Bucks lineman retired, saving him like ten million or something like that. Right. Um, the Browns are offering are going to offer David and Joku over ten million a season. Hmm. I heard really? that. Ooh, that's that's crazy. I didn't know. And um. So, Allegedly, Mike Zimmer was complaining about Kirk Cousins saying that he didn't win enough or, like, make enough winning plays. 
Mm. But he was complaining to he was complaining about that in meetings with the team. Like, yeah, that's just that's you just can't do that, especially if that's your QB of the, like that's supposed to be the guy supposed to be leading a team. You just can't do that. Yeah, and, and I mean, like, this, the Zimmer coach. Well, the last thing. Yes, he was like, a defensive line coach. Oh yeah, that's right. was more of a problem this past this season than uh, anything. And then the Steelers, they they love Malik Willis as a target in the draft, and then their supposed QB targets are Mitch Trubisky, Bridgewater, and Jameis Winston. Hmm. Yeah, those those aren't really bad. Like all the, all those options aren't really that bad. It's just Malik Willis. I feel like you gotta wait for him to develop. But like Jameis and Mitch, that's not they're not terrible QBs. It's like. And then the Steelers' offense, they still have pretty good receivers. They have oh, Najee Harris. Wait, wait, wait. Jameis Winston? Jameis yeah. Winston isn't terrible. He's not terrible, but he's, he's not great in my opinion. But he's he's not good. But look at, like, look at the Saints for this year. Pretty he's probably the best out of those three that they were looking at. Yeah, like this path, you can't – like Jameis didn't do terrible this year with the Saints. Like, you get – like the only – the problem was y'all didn't have many – Receivers and I'm not, was hurt I'm not trashing him for like with his production this year. I, I'm just he's just not the type of quarterback that I trust, and he's not the type of quarterback that I would want as a starter or like as a future, in my opinion. Well, that's just my opinion. Yeah, okay, but I think I think Pittsburgh is just looking for a bridge guy because yeah. their defense is already amazing. With I mean, they throw the ball like down the field because Ben obviously couldn't yeah. in his last three seasons. And someone who, who – just needs somebody who can protect the ball, make smart decisions, and throw the ball right. Yeah. And they what? already have Najee Harris and a pretty good young receiving core. So. I really hope they get Najee going next year. I, I hope so, too. I, like, and here's the thing with um, Jameis. It's like you, you, you don't think Jameis can, can't do any better than what Ben did this year? I do. I think right, that's Jameis good. can do better than what Big Ben and, did this year. And it's just – I feel like that's a good move. And then if it doesn't work or if y'all don't like him, they, then there's an even better quarterback draft next year where they can draft. Or if you have Malik Willis too, let's say yeah. Jameis Winston, he starts, you know, turning the ball over, being Jameis Winston. Yeah. And you have this guy on, on the bench that can come – that hopefully if he's ready, he can come in and perform. Yeah. Well, I got a question for um, for y'all. Um who do you think, because some of us up here are Panthers, some of y'all up here are Panthers fans anyway, who do y'all think y'all starting, starting quarterbacks going to be come in uh, September? Well, who do you think? I honestly, it's just, I see a little bit of so many different options. Like, I could see it being Darnold. I could see us possibly, possibly drafting the QB in the draft. I could see us trading. Like, I read something where the Panthers, they, like, they're like, like a part, they're looking for a QB, like looking to trade for a QB with a whole bunch of other teams as well. And I would be shocked. I would be shocked that they trade for like Kirk Cousins or possibly Garoppolo. But like Kirk's not leaving. But I can't see them making any QB moves until they get a line. They have to. They have to focus on a line. They can't do anything yeah. until they get a line. Yeah, that and that's why we have the six picks. So the six, if we don't trade, I mean, we could trade for. 
a QB, like, you know, a late draft pick or something. And then you can draft the offensive lineman at six. This this is a pretty good offensive lineman draft. So, yeah. I think it's I feel a like getting the piece, that's going to help tremendously. I think it's I think better it's, that you draft a linebacker at six. I mean, an uh, offensive lineman at six. Um, but I also think, like, like Arani said, I don't think Kurt's gone at all. I think Kurt stays there for another season. Um, I think I think Russ stays in Seattle. Um, I huh? I said I don't know. I yeah. I, I don't. I honestly don't see anything changing in Seattle this offseason. because it's like. It's kind of, because it's kind of late already to like go and get a new head coach because it's already March and the draft is I'm at the combine this next week and so I mean the personnel that the coach is going to want you know not looked at or you know whatever the case may be um, I think they stay I think they run it back not saying what they run it back is good but I think they run it back yeah um, I think. What Carolina should do, I think they should just stick with Darnold for another year because they I have his that, fifth option. I think that's what will happen. And then draft an offensive lineman. Or if you don't want Darnold that bad, just trade for a, another bridge QB for cheap. I don't know. Like a Garoppolo. Or Trubisky. So, yeah. Maybe Trubisky. There's been a lot yeah. of like, Talk around the league this past couple uh, couple weeks about Mr. Bissy being a starting quarterback in the league. Do we think he'll start come uh, September? I think so, especially if he gets to the right situation. Yeah. I strongly believe, like he he can. If you there's so many teams, there's like not so many teams, but there's teams that are like okay, if they have a quarterback that's literally performing that's like above average, they can get into the playoffs. And I think he's one of the QBs that. Could definitely make a difference for a team that's kind of lacking at the quarterback position. Like I think yeah. the Saints. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at the Saints pick him up. Not a bad, not a bad pickup at all. At all, because I mean, he knows. He obviously like played. I mean, he grew under um, Josh Allen and um, the now head coach of uh, the Giants. Like they developed him into a better quarterback, and so like I'm. I mean, I personally don't want. I don't want Winston another year. I don't. I mean, I can, I can see. I get that. You already saw what he can get you. You're just trying to see what who can give you better. I think Peyton's gone. I think we need to do a full, complete, like, you know, change at the, heck, at the quarterback position. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be too bad about that. So. This is a good year to do it, too, because it's just like, it's pretty, there's good veterans on the free agency that you could possibly hit on and possibly be your guy. And then also, there's like, like, people say this isn't a good draft QB class, but it's not a bad, it's not that bad. Like, all five of these, all the top five QBs, I could definitely see them, like, if they get into the right system, the right offense, they'll be a pretty, they'll have a pretty good career. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> You got anything else around it before we start hitting in some of these uh some of these guys who are looking to get drafted come April? Um, I think that's it. Other than I saw some another some more potential moves. Um, so like a couple of restructures for at least the pay, Patriots cap situation. You can see if like 
17 million by just making it sanctions in one signing bonus. And it's just like, how do y'all not take these easy moves? No, no one else thinks like you, Orlando. That's why, you know. But um, <laughs> hey, I got a question. Moving on into like the draft comp, the, the draft combine, the NFL combine, and what players are we looking at? Um, North Carolina boy Sam Howell. Like, do we think he'll do? Do we think like he's NFL ready? So here's the, here's the thing with Sam Howell. I, I I love Sam Howell. I will say he's a really good QB or whatever. But I'd hate to say it, but he's screaming Baker all over him. I honestly, like, I was thinking the same exact thing. Think about it. They're the same height and weight. Yep. They both make the, the same the same mistakes. Like, they but, like. but they have they they have. The same like ceiling, like you feel me. You can see yeah. Baker Mayfield. Be, you can see what how good he can be, but you don't know how consistent it can be, and that's the thing with both of these QBs. Yeah, man, that honestly is so true. Like, listen, I, I really, I mean, we all know I don't like Baker. I just think he's just a bad quarterback. Um, but honestly, like, if Sam Howell can come in. And like not turn the ball over, make good reads, but we've seen him like you know kind of lacking in that department of like making good reads, like Baker does. If he can like be better than Baker and sustain that, um, sustain that like above average um, quarterback play, I think he'll be like good in this league. I mean, but I think, like, he already what? has, he already has Baker's toughness and throw and play style. Yeah, just yeah. give the consistency, and he's successful. Where would he go? Like, who who draft this kid? So Honestly. I think I think you draft him somewhere that has a good, a pretty good offensive line, and has, like that's just oh, a quarterback man. away. Like Denver, Denver, Pittsburgh. <laughs> the Giants didn't pick up Daniel Jones's option either. Oh really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I kind of understand that just to see what. See if like I, this is going to be the year to really realize if Daniel Jones is the guy or not the guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the I don't they're not, probably not going to pick it up, so they don't have to pay him and commit. I think it's twenty two million dollars to him, but um, they could. Um, so if they if they save him for another year, then they can pay him and it's, and just convert that to a signing bonus. But it'll still be around twenty eight million dollars. That's a lot of money right there. But, you know, um, you just got. I feel like I feel like this uh, this season, Daniel Jones is gonna have. He's gonna pick his game up to the next. I level. do too. I think he'll be. I think he'll be top fifteen this season. I, and I could strongly agree on that because people, because a lot of people forget, like Josh Allen was not good when he got to the league. I will, he was not accurate, nothing. And then and shout out Brian, to Brian Dable for helping him. Brian Dable, he, like he helped, he helped Josh Allen become come from being one of the worst QBs to a top five QB in the league. So yeah. I think Daniel Jones can make that big leap as well. They're both. I mean, they somewhat have the same play style. They're both running mobile QBs and whatnot. So I can see, I can see it working. 
And Jones has an arm. Like, I think he's a very accurate quarterback and very smart quarterback as well. He just needs the offensive line and a smart head coach to drive him and right. him on a path to where he can best succeed. And I think this offense. Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes run for Vic's rushing record. Hey, yeah. I wouldn't be shocked. That man be running. He do, man. What, you remember he tripped like, like after that, like 80 yard run or something? That's crazy. Like, the I remember monster, that. monster got him. They're always there. They are always there. No, but honestly, like, I think, you know, talking about Daniel Jones and about um, um, Sam Howe and, like, I think like, Sam Howe's back to him real quick. It's like he's a baker. He's a uh, he's a, a Kyler without the, like, the arm and, like, the brain. But, like, I don't know, man. It's – who, who else y'all looking into? Well, it's just it's, I feel like this is a really good draft. Like I'm also because I've looked into um, what's oh there's the uh, offensive tackle from NC State. He's he's pretty good. He's one of the top tackles in the East. Yeah. He's a um, former Charlotte native as well. I think he'll have a pretty good career, or like if he gets drafted. And then there's um, you said what? There's only two truly good tackles that are gonna go early. Yeah, um, Charles Cross and um, what's his name? I think it's uh, the Alabama no, guy. No, not not O'Neal. It's um, like Trevor Penning. Trevor Penning. See, Definitely I don't think rated higher than O'Neal. I don't, I don't think he's gonna be. I think he'll be. He'll definitely be top ten, but I don't think he'll be like in the top five. Yeah. I mean, that's the big dude, though. Yeah. Seven, 322. Yeah. yeah, he's a big – but, like, look at the, look where he came from. I'm pretty sure he, he, the school he came from is not, like, a big – it wasn't a big-time school. Yeah, it was It was Northern Iowa. So, like, did, I feel he, like – He had a nice – he had a nice streak, though, just, like, yeah. straight up awards and pancakes and whatever. But, you know, I don't know. He was all – he also tries to model his play after, like, I think who was it? I think it's Taylor Lewan, who I'm a big fan of already. So if he can play like him, then he's going to be great. I mean, yeah, they have the both same um, height and body weight, I guess. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, he could, but I feel like it's just going to be hard. A lot of teams, they always just like they always overthink it with guys, especially if they came from like not that hot, like not a big time school. They're like, oh well, he can't play for real or whatever. But he'll definitely be good. I'm not saying he won't, but I think he'll just slip a little bit. Just on averages, the like the top thirty or so um, rated draftees are all either line, defensive line or secondary. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it's a very good yeah defensive class this year. Yeah, there's been receivers as well. Yeah, my favorite receiver in the in the. I guess would be like that top ten is Garrett Wilson because I I did enjoy watching Ohio State play all season. Garrett mm-hmm. Wilson and Chris Olave are my top favorites. A little biased, I will admit, but they're my one and two for as wide receivers go. Yeah, those they're, those are pretty good. Those are definitely good receivers. I know there's that one guy. I'm pretty sure his name's Trey Burt. He plays for uh, Arkansas. Yeah. Okay. He's, he's like a, he's like six three two twenty five. I think he could be he's gonna be like one of those big body receivers. 
that's going to come in and just have like be like a could possibly become like a Pro Bowl in his rookie season. They have right. Traylon, Traylon Burks going around like 17th overall. Yeah, so it's just it's gonna be a, he's gonna be probably drafted later later in the first round, just like how Jalen or um, Justin Jefferson was. Yeah, that's true. But my number um, one favorite play, favorite draftee is Kyle Hamilton. One hundred percent. I'm on. I'm on the train too. He's six four two. I think two twenty. It runs like a four three. Like he is a freak. Like you could put him anywhere on the field that you want to. Like he's gonna be a game. He's gonna be like a game changer. How uh, Michael Parsons was last year. Because mm-hmm. he can cover half the field by himself. You don't even need strong safety help just for him. Right. So he's definitely an interesting prospect. I I, I think he's going to be very good in the NFL. Yeah. Um, let's see. One guy, obviously, you got to be a little biased. My boy, Kayvon Thibodeau out of Oregon. Um. Definitely, I, definitely like the Jadavion Clowney. Yeah, I've seen Brian Arakpo even. Yeah, I can, um, I can see that. That's a decent one. I think he's 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 like pro. I think he's pro ready. He's got great speed, good strength. But I just think if he just fixes his technique, he'll be like ten times better. But that's really it. Like he could honestly play anywhere and be fine for now. So. Um, I'm not surprised if he goes top three, honestly, to like Detroit or Houston, one of those two. Um, maybe the wild card for me, if he if he somehow slipped to like Atlanta, would be kind of interesting at eight, but I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, uh, I think the only way he'll slip is if like he has like you know like a, not a good combine or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Because he's been slipped. Because I remember before, like in the middle of the season, he was projected to be that number one pick of the draft. Yeah, and he's kind of like you know slipped a little bit because he got hurt a little bit. But I think he'll have like a dominant combine, and he's gonna definitely be like a top five for lock. Yeah. So there we go. Him and Aiden Hutchinson. Those are some. Those are this is a really good defensive defensive end class. Who do you think is going to be better, Hutchinson or Thibodeau? Hutchinson, Hutchinson tore up Ohio State's line when he shouldn't have. Yeah, like that's true. Like Hutchinson, I feel like Hutchinson, he might be like I think he's I think he's pro red one hundred percent. But I just feel like the difference between the two, it's like it all depends on where they go. I feel like Hutchinson. He'll have to be like like a pretty like I don't know I just feel like Thibodeau he can because he's just such like a big like he's just such a big athletic freak you could put him in like kind of almost any like any defense you need to put him into when opposed to Hutchinson he's like he has to be in the right defensive scheme yeah even though he's good don't get me wrong but I don't know where's Davion been at. I'm here. I'm just, I'm just listening to y'all speak. You know, I don't, you know, the college, like, football, like, I watch it, like, not very religiously at all. Um, and so it's, like, not really a big, like, kicker for me. Um, the pro stuff is where I'm at. Um, I get that. I mean, when it comes to, like, the combine for me, like, especially, like, I honestly, like, 
especially now us need like the Saints needing a quarterback. Like I'm just looking at quarterback. Like I'm looking at the Matt Corrales and looking at the um I don't even want Sam Howell, but we never know what happens. I'm looking at the Kenny Pickett who people have said is the most quarterback ready. I'm an NFL ready quarterback coming out of this draft. I'm looking at Malik Willis, Willis, but like I don't know what Malik Willis like it's liberty. They don't really play anybody in particularly like great. Um I think they played Ole Miss this season, which is an SEC team, and he didn't really have the best game. Um, Kenny Pickett, I mean, it's Pittsburgh. They don't really play anybody great either. But, like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe Matt Corral is the quarterback at hand that, you know, a lot of, like, teams should look for because he is – he plays in the SEC. I mean, he has to play against those Alabama, Georgia, um, Tennessee, like, you know, these these high uh, – what's these these – these cornerbacks and safety secondary that are NFL ready type caliber, you know what I mean? And so, yeah. I mean, I'm just, I don't know. I just look for the quarterbacks just because that's like one of my favorite positions um, in the league. But that that's why I've been quiet. I, I Not that I'm gone. I'm just, I just don't know much about college football. I understand. You know, I don't, I mean, I don't really watch a lot of college football either. It's just, I get this around, around this time. I start like looking at my, like, okay, like, Cause I like to just look at all the, especially the positions that like the pan, like my team likes or uh-huh. that needs. Yes. So I'll just look into that and be like, oh, this is a very strong class. For like, let's say if like for quarterbacks, for example, we're like, okay, even though we're at six, I just don't think it's the smartest idea for them to get a QB at six. At so all. I'm just looking at other positions. It's like, okay, we can plug this guy in and he'll be pretty good. Cause I've also heard. I like I've heard I've heard the idea of also of the Panthers getting um Sauce Gardner at six, which isn't which isn't that bad because I I don't think Gilmore is gonna stay, and I think Dante Jackson is gonna be gone. So you get another good good young corner in your first round. Or I've also seen like well I also really like the um center from Iowa. And he's pretty, like, even though it's a center at, like, six, but I think he'll definitely, like, help out the Panthers' offensive line struggles tremendously. I mean, for sure, like, start off what you said. Like, I think the Panthers should go for offensive linemen. Uh, I think the Saints go for – there's a couple different things we have to look out for. I think uh, offensive linemen is always one that you can never, like, not go wrong with. Um, right. I'm like – I like receiver – because I think last year showcased that we don't have good receivers. Or not, I wouldn't yeah. okay, We don't have, like, a strong number two receiver. And so we lack in that department whenever Michael Thomas goes down, and then we don't even have a number one or a number two receiver. And so now we're looking um, at, you know, just a, bunch a, of a very limited, like, you know, passing offense, which we saw last season for the Saints. Um, I like – uh, quarterback, I don't know, man. Like, I just don't know about these quarterbacks coming out. But if, I mean, if, um, I'm about to say Sean Payton, if uh, Dennis Allen, our new head coach, if he feels the need to shoot for a quarterback or if he's like something in free agency with quarterback position or, you know, no one knows if he wants to keep Jameis Winston. I mean, it's completely up to, you know, new management now. And so I think it'll be interesting to see what happens there. All right. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. It just all depends on what happens. Yeah. I mean, okay. Because, I mean, I don't really want to talk about the comments. <laughs> now, I'm not going to say that. No. Um, here's a question. What What do we think 
a like surprise is gonna be like what move do we think come come uh March sixteenth? What do we think a big surprise is gonna be? Um I really don't know. Uh, I just think well, I think eventually like the shot wants or like eventually that trade's gonna be mm-hmm. nuts whenever that's able to happen. But I don't know. I really don't know because NFL nothing really shocks me now what happens. I think whatever happens in uh, Seattle, I think two. there's two things that are going to cause a rift. Well, three things. I think Jimmy G's going to cause, cause a rift and people are going to move around. I think whatever happens in Seattle, if anything happens in Seattle come, come uh, happens, that'll cause a, a huge change, whether that's Pete Carroll leaving, whether that's Russell Wilson leaving, which I think will be more impactful if Russell Wilson leaves. And I think, um, like you just said, the Deshaun Watson situation, like wherever he goes, whether it's to Carolina, whether it's to the Giants, whether it's to who else is he like talking to? The Vikings, I think it is. Like, there's a lot of things that like could happen that cause a huge like rift in the uh, NFL. Yeah, I 100% agree. Like, especially like what happened this year, you know. The Rams, they just trade for a veteran QB and win the Super Bowl. So I think a lot of teams are definitely going to, you know, figure that out. It's happened in three years. When 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 a veteran quarterback leaves and goes to another team, they win the same year. Uh, Peyton was the perfect example of that. They're three for three on the last last three people to do it. So, yeah. We had um, Peyton. Peyton Manning do it. We had Brady. Brady do it. Uh, now we've had uh, yeah. Jeffrey do it. Like, it's wow. That's who's the I think maybe Rodgers. Oh, their whole Rodgers situation. Yeah, I, was, talk about that? I think that's going to be the biggest thing. If yeah. Rodgers asks for a trade, then that's going to be like the biggest uh, what if, basically, like what or like where he could possibly end up. Um, but most also, lately, we can't forget about. We can't forget about Indianapolis because they're going to get rid of Wentz. That's true. Yeah, that is right. Or at least it's highly likely to get rid of Wentz. I mean, they, they'll save a lot of money if they get rid of Wentz. Like, if they – right? Yeah. Yeah. Because you got – Well, it'll still, I think it'll still be about $15 million in dead cap space because of the way his deal was structured and they absorbed the first year of money. But it'll still save them so much effort in the salary cap world that it, they should get rid of them. Yeah. Man. It's, um, that's that's no, just math off my head. I didn't read his contract. I just remembered the numbers. I honestly completely forgot about um, Rodgers, man. Anna Wentz. Like, that, those whole situations are going to, like, it's going to be some mess in the NFL. Like, wherever Rodgers go, I mean, we just said that, you know, these veteran, whenever these veteran quarterbacks leave and join new teams, I mean, it, it they went to roll. So, like, could this be Rogers? Uh, could this be his time to really showcase that he's actually a a, a quarterback winning? Uh, I mean, a Super Bowl winning quarterback. No, we know he's done it, but you know. Yeah, it depends where he goes, I guess, or what he does. What are the odds uh, that he goes to uh, Oakland? Oh, not Oakland, Las Vegas. I don't no. see why not. I don't know, but um. Quick side note: I just pulled up Wentz's contract. So his his out for his potential out is twenty twenty three would be um, his four year one hundred six million dollar contract still that he's still on technically. But 
if they out him for it, it doesn't go against the cap at all. So they can just move him if they really felt like it after this – well, technically after this year. They could mm-hmm. wait and save millions, or they can move him now and waste 20. I mean, but also, I think he's, he's – Also, Wentz is only 29. I thought it was older for some reason. Yeah, I, I feel like you sh- – I don't – I feel like you take the risk on him. Like, even though he's – like, even though I was very hard on him or whatever, but if you look at his numbers and his stats, his numbers, he put up pretty good numbers. I think he only threw, like, seven interceptions and threw, like, 30 touchdowns. All right, so when's- it's only up from here. But yeah, no, I was right. Yes. But he choked those last two games. Yeah, he, he did choke. I'm about like, to he did definitely you got choke. To win one of your last two and one of those last two was Jacksonville. He's also playing hurt oh. though. As uh, soon as he sprained as soon as he um hurt his leg, I, I think like week six or week seven has been the downward spiral because he's trying to play hero ball. Like again, he sprained both of his ankles. Who in the world is spraining both of their ankles on the same play? Right. Why are you throwing while getting tackled by Aaron Donald? Like, Listen, we know he's why? Mr. Glass. That, that, we know he's Mr. Glass. He, 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 nah, he was trying to play like Philip Rivers was. Hilarious. I'm sorry to interrupt you all, boys, but I'm saying I have to go. Right? I'm going to have to go. Okay. Well, thanks for, th- thanks for being on, Freddie. We appreciate you having you on. Thank you. No Freddie. problem. My my fault. My I'll talk to y'all later, my boys. All right, buddy. See ya. Um, but yeah, no. There, I think it's funny. Like now, that I really think about like how many moves are like could happen. Like how many moves can change at the quarterback position, like that we just named off. I mean, it's crazy because I think Devontae's gonna leave. Um. Green Bay. I think Aaron's going to leave Green Bay. I think, um, you know, Carson Wentz is going to leave the Colts. There's so a like, bunch of I, I think the most realistic thing will be Watson's going to get traded. That's probably the most realistic thing that will happen unless something with the lawsuits. Yeah. But, like, the, the – and then the second most would probably be Rodgers, then Russ. Yeah. But, like – I feel like Rodgers has to leave. I mean, especially after this past week, when it came out about him with this past week, I mean, about him wanting – is that well, – that that was true, wasn't it? Like, him wanting more money? He wanted $50 million. Yeah. Which is um, – It's, so it's not know. true. He doesn't want he, – he, it's not $50 million. $50 million is not his price. It's not true. It's like forty five, yeah. right? No, it's, it's – the whole, the whole thing that he wants to be the most paid quarterback is not true. Well, I was saying he, he, he already he already had had that title since 2018 when he signed his initial contract extension, and then Mahomes came along. Yeah, he he still doesn't he did not want. That's just narratives that never pushed because um I forgot her name, but she went on the Rich Eisen show and yeah. was saying that from league sources that he wanted the money, but he that's not that's just a false statement. They just took so it and you- ran. What do you think he wants then? He just has to decide if he if if he wants to stick around, maybe restructure so he can have more cap space and bring more weapons in. Or I won't say weapons, but I don't even know what the Packers need. I'm gonna be honest. What do they need to win it? Lighten his ego. 
Yeah. And that's basically it. And actually play good football. <laughs> play good football. Um, but no, um, he could be on a move. He could pull a, a he can pull a, a Brady. But regardless of that fact, he doesn't. He the only way he like changes changes his contract is to make more space to bring people in. Otherwise, I don't think Rodgers leaves. Well, also with Devontae Adams, because wherever Rodgers goes, he's going. And that team's going to have to have enough money to give Devontae, like, the most money for a receiver because he's already asking for that. And whatever they – and, like, to hold Rodgers' contract too. So, like, I, I genuinely don't know, like, what they could do. Like, I, I kind of feel like Devontae might just be on a completely different team without Rodgers. Yeah. If, like, Rodgers retires or just, like, gets traded somewhere. So, I, well, I don't he'd, know. he'd have to go through the Packers to get traded because the Packers have a no trade clause on him. The way that his his contract was signed up on Devonte Rogers, on Rogers, not Devonte. Okay, um, yeah. I believe Devonte is unrestricted. So, yeah, but like, would Devonte if Rogers like let's let's say Rogers leaves or retires, would Devonte even stay with Jordan Love? It's a good question. I don't think he's just like the Trey Lance conversation. I don't think Jordan's ready yet. Hmm. I think he needs one more season. Do you think Trey Lance is ready or no? No, no. I think I think he also needs one more season, and that's it. I like like Trey Lance. Then it's proven. I like Trey Lance too, but he he has the big. He has the big play potential. Like he opened up his career with a seventy-five yard bomb, but he he doesn't have that progression. Or the reads like Matt Jones had in his first season, or Justin Herbert had in his first season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. I mean, and I think it's because of what I was hitting on about these quarterbacks getting uh, scouted now and drafted now these days. It's like they don't play in the SEC where they have to play against top tier cornerbacks in the league. I mean, they. I mean, what 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 division was that that Lance was in? Um, he was in North Dakota State. So that's I think that's still Division One, but you know, not the toughest opponents. Yeah, like they sweep every year. North Dakota is a powerhouse in the North. It's a little ridiculous. Yeah. So, I don't know. I that'll probably yeah the QBs will probably be the biggest thing for free agency. Um, and then I feel like for the draft it'll just be defense. Like yeah. Like defense and linemen, like always. Yeah, because I, I, I genuinely don't think, besides Pickett, I don't think there's a starting QB. Do y'all think that Corral? Devontae? No. Well, not Corral. I mean, I, okay, the only people Willis. I would trust starting is maybe uh, Willis and Pickett. Willis over Corral. That's valid. That's not bad. Yeah, Why is that? I, I, mean, I agree with that. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like, yes, he, okay, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. I'm but fine. I do have a question. Do y'all think Devontae wants more than his last contract, which is four years, $58 million? Yes. Really? I mean, he, want, he, he, he said that he wants to be the best, he wants to be the highest paid receiver in the league. And he deserves it. 
but like they don't have it. They don't have it. So I don't know. Like Who's I've seen stuff. At? I've seen stuff where he goes to like Jacksonville, and I'm like, why the hell would he do that? <laughs> or like the Ra- I mean, the Raiders would be want to play with. More. I think the Raiders so would be a in cool order for him. Go ahead. I was gonna say like the Raiders. The Raiders, because you just team up with Derek Carr again. For him to make the most money, because the top three quarter, top three wide receiver contracts right now is DeAndre at fifty four million dollars with an average of twenty two and twenty two and a quarter and a million a year. Julio Jones at twenty two million a year on a sixty six million dollar deal. And Keenan Allen on an eighty million dollar, twenty million a year deal. Ooh. Oh, Keenan! So you got you got to get up there, up there for him to be paid as much as he wants. I don't. This, I don't think that money sh- like should. I'm not saying it. He doesn't deserve it whatsoever because I think he does. But I don't think he. It should be dished out like that. I mean, you can't. You can't put that much money in a receiver because the Saints did it. Now look at look look at us now. Now we're in the hole. A lot of money. Yeah, but do you think Devontae... Well, that's because the Saints paid everybody and just kept rolling the ball down the, down yeah, the hill. Exactly. Yeah. Y'all, like... You can't pay everybody at once. Besides, outside of the Patriots' mild success into getting to the second round of playoffs, um, if you pay everybody, especially free agents, you don't do well. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just science. It's not even science. It's just facts, just how it is. Yeah. The Patriots are the only ones, or one of only three teams, to spend a hundred million plus and have a winning record the following season. Has there ever been like a free agent signing that has been like drastically good for a team, like where they become like a like a contender? Here's some. Yeah. Well, no, I can't say that. I'm not going to say a that. A biased example is Randy Moss to the Patriots. Hmm. But they didn't win, right? But they were contenders. They they lost to Eli that year. That's right. Okay. Pain. What about like for a QB? Like was it was there like a QB that was signed, and they became like really really good? I don't even know. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Never mind. Then. Uh, um, Brady. Well, Brady. Brady yeah, most recent example. And Stafford. But well that wasn't a free agent, that was more of a trade, but yeah. Okay. Oh Never well mind. technically, yeah. Well, well, I mean, Stafford was like, let me go down to Cabo and talk to Sean McVay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Vic Vic did come back from prison and then go to Philadelphia and was like, <laughs> cool, we're we're a winning team now. Oh, here we go. I was I was talking to Freddie about Mike Fick today, and uh, <clears throat> the conversation came up. It's going to be like a little transition point, but, you know, why not? Uh, the conversation came up about Cam Newton being a, um, as he said, NFL-changing quarterback. That, like, like he, uh, he led the way to, like, the mobile quarterbacks that we see um, now, like Josh Allen and um, Lamar. Lamar. Well, you had Donovan McNabb first. Yeah, they did. That's true. But I think Vic was the essential. Vic was different. So I actually, speaking of said quarterbacks, people are still arguing on Twitter about Hall of Famers. 
because some idiot was like, Matt Ryan's a Hall of Famer. That's that's not true. Um, but they were complaining because somebody was like, well, Vic's a Hall of Famer, and if Vic's a Hall of Famer, that means Cam's a Hall of Famer. But I don't I don't think Vic is. No. I'm to be honest. Is Cam a Hall of Famer? Because no. Cam has the accolades, too, just not the rings. But you don't need rings to be a Hall of Famer. That's been I proven. personally don't think he's a Hall of Famer, period. I, it would be cool. It would be cool. I would like but... I would give him I would give him the chance to be just off accolades alone. He has a laundry list of records per team and national and the amount of time that he did it in, what he was able to accomplish. But he's also the product of a bad team. Yeah. And poor management of his abilities. And then injuries leading to his downfall. Yeah. Yeah. But true, with though. Vic, like Vic played amazing, changed the like started to change the game, went away, then came back a better passer. Went away. Still not better than Cam. Still not better than Cam, but he was able to revolutionize himself. Yeah. That's true. But I would give I would give Cam more of an opportunity than Vic, if I'm gonna be honest. It would be interesting if they if he somehow made it in. It would take a while. Because then the, <laughs> it would take a while. And another example, another biased example of mine is when um, when Edelman retired. They're like, "Cool, put him in a Hall of Fame." And I was like, "No, but it'd be nice." So yeah. I know they won't, but it'd be nice. Yeah. He was a security blanket, three rings, Super Bowl MVP, mediocre stats. Though that's the only problem. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, but what about Philip Rivers? He he was a – but no. if you th- go to Rivers, he's a stat pattern on a, sh- on a bad team. No. You couldn't put Philip Rivers on a good team. He would be good, in my opinion. Well, he never got – he got that – he never got the opportunity. They, he, you don't I go off like, a hypothetical. I feel like uh, he is like the Russell Westbrook of the NFL. It's not a bad one. You know what? That's – that's pretty accurate. I don't like how accurate that is, given I'm a Russell Westbrook fan. Oh, that bum. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not talking about I ain't say of recent. I haven't been watching too much NBA. We're not talking about this. We can talk, we'll talk, about that. Not, we'll talk about that later. Let's talk about that later. <laughs> I'm excited about this conversation. Oh, um, gosh. But, yeah, no, I – listen, I think – I think my overarching like theme of the day in my in my head anyway is that like quarterback and offensive line wins you Super Bowls, and without that, then you can't do anything. Um, um, hopefully, the Saints can draft, have a good draft, and get back to where we were a couple of years ago with the draft, and uh, hopefully, we go out and acquire some more you know different pieces. When is the Saints' first pick? Sixteenth. Are they eight? Eighteenth, something like that, something in that gap. It's sixteenth, seventeenth, or eighteenth. Hmm. No, don't. Interesting. Don't do that. Don't do the hmm. No, I think <laughs> I think they'll probably get a QB there. Honestly, I have no idea. Let them get Matt Corral. But I, they do have Ian Book. They have three quarterbacks. Ian Book, well, two and a half. Bad. If you want to be. Look, Ian Book was also not ready. That team are bad. Yeah, my team. Ian Book was also not ready. This He's is underdeveloped. 
He was underdeveloped at Notre Dame, and I'm a Notre Dame fan. Uh-oh. They didn't give him his opportunities. Yeah. Plus, the, pay, the play calling is more for a running game, which they ran heavily off of, and more for their tight ends rather than Ian Book actually making plays. So that that's the T on that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It'll be an instant, instant uh, we got, what was it called? Uh, combine? Combine, yes. Um, we'll talk about it a little bit more next week to – to give our reflections on who looked the best and who, you know, looked decent, I guess. Um, but I'm, I'm excited about the quarterback play uh, coming into uh, next week at the Combine. And uh, we'll be here to talk about that next week. Anything else from y'all this week before we go? I don't think so. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see these uh, these new prospects and hopefully learn some people I've never heard of, maybe – they catch my eye, so <laughs> mainly the ones who run a four flat. You know, those are the guys. Exactly. Who, yeah. Those are the ones. I want to. I just want to see who will run the fastest forty this year. I put my money on Chris Olave for it. That's that receiver from uh, uh, Ohio State. Uh, right? Yes, Ohio State. That's the one. The one of the one of the two. He's fast, bro. One of the two. Yeah. For next season, though, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Oh yeah. Boy was boy was putting up video game numbers. Yeah, Ohio State's always loaded with wide, wide receivers, and it's crazy. And they never make it to the uh the, the playoffs. <laughs> shut, shut your shut your mouth. Shut your that's why I'm gonna end this episode off this week. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Um, before we go, um, I know this is not a political, not, not this is not like a you know uh trending topics podcast, but prayers out to those in Ukraine. Um, keep fighting strong. Um, we are. We have our thoughts and prayers with everyone there. Um, yep. But, yeah, uh, Ohio State for L's. Uh, I hope everybody enjoyed the podcast this week. Uh, <laughs> thank you, host Davion. I'm Matt. I'm Rhonda. And this has been The Post Day.